the blessing is the last Sunday of this month. Amen. And it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be alive. And we celebrate God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to bow your heads and begin to give God thanks. Give thanks to the Lord. 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 For his mercies endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. He's faithful towards us. His loving kindness never fails. His loving kindness never fails. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to thank God again, but I want to hear this. Um, by God's grace, somewhere in 2020 during the COVID, the Lord led us to start something online. And uh, it's called Edify to Edify. And um, I remember I began to teach them a lot of things. Sometimes when I was teaching, I thought they were not hearing me. But we're just teaching and teaching and teaching. And... Uh, this month, the Lord led me to lead the people to do something we call, yesterday we got a better name for it, we call it Note, Night of uh, Testimonies and Encounter. And so for three days, we've been sharing testimonies, testimonies. And uh, one of the testimonies we had yesterday, which was, we, we, it just got all of us shouting. One of our ladies whose father was diagnosed with cancer and um, she said when she heard it when she saw the results she got angry and went into prayer began to pray and pray and pray and then she was taking communion on behalf of the father so when she had to take the father for review she administered the communion to the father because we've been telling them that the communion is God's medication that he has made available for the body of the saint. So she takes the communion every day, takes it for the father, give the father some. They went for the review and they said, Oh, there are traces, the, you know, traces of the cancer certain places. So they have to take those ones out and then later you come for the real surgery. She said, Okay. When they got back home, she just thanked God and blessed God for healing. Waiting for the next review. Now they went to the next review and the doctor says, what happened? So what happened? He said, there's no cancer in his body. It left. And what, what moved me was that this is a lady that we had to spend time in, in the past to encourage because she's always down. And then she receives a message that the father has cancer and she gets angry with the cancer. <laughs> This word works all. This word, it works. And she's not the only one. There's another one too. I saw the father's picture. She has not shared a testimony yet. And the whole family knew the man was going to pass on. Just some few weeks ago, they had to check and check. They can't find cancer in the man's body. Hallelujah. And then just on Thursday, I think it was Thursday, Wednesday, we're having testimony night. One of us shared a testimony that uh, I think we, we talked about the fact that I mentioned that there's a level in my momo that must not go down. And uh, she also tapped in that blessing. And so she used a word. There's no day that passes I don't cash out. Then we decreed everybody type in the chat box. Now, um, these are people who are online. They are not in person. They are online. Not just in Ghana, in other places. And everybody type, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out. Now, yesterday, so this was on Wednesday. So yesterday's testimony, everybody was sharing cash out testimony to the point that some were stopped by police in America and police gave them money. Is that serious? And one of our ladies had some debt she was paying. She was paying the debt only for her to receive a call and a message this week after the cash out night that... The company said, oh, your debt, 
you have paid. In fact, we owe you now. And she does not remember, sir. She has finished paying. But the debt has been cancelled and the company owes her money at the same time. Oh, why am I sharing these testimonies? I'm sharing them for you to understand that this is why we celebrate Christmas. It's because God gave us a gift. The gift that God gave us also contains a gift. And I will share with you briefly on that. But before I do that, I want all of us to stand to our feet one more time. And with your hands open like this, I want you to just pace around and be thanking God. As many things that you can remember that the Lord has done for you, just pace, move around. Take your time. Take a little walk in the auditorium. Just go around and thank the Lord. And thank the Lord. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. 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 Father, we thank you. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, anytime somebody tells me that, oh, Pastor, God told me to do this. I tell them that it's only God that knows why he made you do what you do. So it means that he's the only one that knows what reward has been packaged for that obedience. For striving to obey God's word. May the Lord that instructed you bring to you what he has packaged for you in the name of Jesus there are many things that the Lord gives us not all of them are fruits a lot of them are seeds but when you don't know which one is a seed and which one is a fruit you might eat the fruit and chew your seed your seed is your future your fruit is your now and you have given a seed Isaac was not a fruit for Abraham Isaac was a seed for Abraham. And as soon as he was obedient enough to give out Isaac, then the fruits are we standing here today. It's my prayer that as you have obeyed God, that the Lord God that knows what he has prepared for you will cause you to have it even when you are faithless. In the name of Jesus, there are times that God has made people give and the given uh, organize their way out of death. I mean practical death. Whatever God has prepared for you, for this obedience to him, for this obedience to him, the Lord honor you in the name of Jesus. 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 The Lord honor in Jesus' mighty name. So, Father, one more time, we thank you this morning. Our hands lifted up to you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy that endures forever and ever. We celebrate you, Lord. Thank you for loving us beyond our widest imagination. Thank you for your extravagant love. We thank you, Lord. 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 In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen. Can we please clap our hands beautifully and please have our seat the glory of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. John 3.16. Let's have it on the on the screens. John 3.16. And we're going to read the, the King James version of the Bible and then we will also read the 
the, the passion and, uh, and then we have amplified as well right so we'll do King James amplified and then the passion Bible we're gonna read it together you ready to read it with me I know you know the scripture from the from your Sunday school days but can you please look and read exactly what is there is that okay all right let's go one two three four go Let's have an Amplified Bible Classic. Amplified Bible Classic. Can we go? One, two, three, four, go. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost but have eternal everlasting life do you, do you see those adjectives there greatly loved and dearly prized so you, you want to know the price of every human being it is Jesus Jesus is the prize of every human being Jesus is your prize your prize is not the monthly pay your prize is not the house you have the, your prize is not the car you have been able to buy. Your prize is not the marriage that you have and the children that you have. Your prize is not the type of phone that you are using. Your prize is not the, the, the body shape that you have. Your prize is not the makeup, the quality makeup that you have and the amen that you have. Amen. Your prize is not the wig that you are wearing. Your prize is not in anything external your prize is Jesus that is your prize that is your prize and, and therefore your confidence your confidence is not in what you have been able to attain your confidence is not in the people that you know the connections that you have your confidence should be situated on this reality why because if your value or if your confidence your sense of superiority is in the exterior then when they go you will also go the bible says that the world is passing away everything about the world passes away so if your confidence your value um, is in the external things that you have or you're associated with they pass away so when they pass away you also pass away that is why when you don't have money in your pocket that's the way you look because your confidence is in your pockets in money that you have are you with me at all some of you your confidence is in the clothes you wear the day you are by god's grace you're able to buy some expensive shoe and buy some expensive dress and wig that's the way you look you look when you even come to church you don't talk too much that's where you turn because your your confidence your sense of worth you think is in the thing you have attained your sense of worth Mm -hmm. or your worth is not in the things you have acquired but what God has given to you and what God has given to you is Christ Jesus Hallelujah. is Christ Jesus that is your value that is your value that is your value that is your value some of you ladies feel down because I'm not married all my friends are married me I'm not married and so I'm not take I've made it in life Jesus Christ married you Jesus is your value Jesus, it says that for God greatly loved and dearly prized. The price tag on you is Jesus. That's your price tag. You are too expensive that you cannot be valued by any earthly valuer. You are valued by the one that made you. Praise the name of Jesus. And so this season of Christmas is a season where we come to realize that our value is not in the earthly acquisitions and connections but our value is by God and on such a season as that God brought us our true value praise the name of Jesus I am not here this morning to try to debate it uh, Jesus Christ not born on the 5th of December it's it actually according to theological nature it was born in somewhere in October or September I don't care what you're talking about as long as the world in their own way in their naivety in their ignorance have chosen a time like this we will help them celebrate it properly we will help them bring definition the definition of christmas is not chicken 
The relevance of Christmas, not crucifixion of meat. Oh, Jesus. When we're, when we're leaving church on Friday, I think it was Friday, on the N1, there was this track that cows, they were about six, and they've all been tied. And if you see them, and I said to mommy, I said, only God was going in the heart of these guys concerning humanity. Chicken and, and, and goats. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, for some people, they are going to party. And they are so excited that the weekend is very long. The weekend began yesterday, is going through to Tuesday. They are so excited. They are going to party. But people of God, the time of Christmas is supposed to make you realize that that was, when, that was when God showed man what your true value is. You are prized by God. There's nothing earthly that is your worth. Your worth is not in earthly things. You must be content with this reality. See, if you are not content with Christ, you will contend in life always to find contentment and you will never find it. You will never find it. Have you not realized people that said, oh, if I could just get a first degree, I think I'll be, I'll feel more comfortable because, because I didn't have a first degree when I meet my friends, you know, I'm able to talk well. Now I have a first degree. Well, let me do a master's. I think that'll make me happy. You do a master's. Oh, let me do a PhD and you do a PhD. And then what next? After marriage, what next? Demeritus. Do you know there are a lot of, let me tell you something. There are a lot of your friends that you see their pictures of their husbands on Facebook and things. And they are smiling. It's not so. If I went to enter marriage, I said, no, I should have waited some more. As soon as you enter marriage and after six months or three months, you realize that I should have waited. My dear, you have transferred from I should have waited to wait. Wait has come upon you. Wait. And you can't go anywhere. Maintain it. It's forever. A lot of you young ladies here are thinking of, of wedding day, not marriage. You no, know, wedding day. Well, as soon as I mention marriage, what came to your mind is how your gown will look, how the colors are. That's all you are thinking about. But that, that is just one day. One day. We'll just come, we'll wear a character, we'll bless you. Then we go home, we eat your food, and we go. Then it's left with you and that man. That man, you came to tell me that, sir, I have never met, sir. So I didn't know that God can answer prayer like this. I, I didn't know. He's a man of my dreams. If he's a man of your dreams, wake up. Wake up. God dreams don't last. Wake up. Are, are you with me, people of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of my, one of my very dear daughters said, she was crying. I said, ah, why are you crying? After everything God has done for you. I didn't say, I'm just watching her. Why? Because, hey, pastor, that you see, I'm already telling you something. I don't have even a boyfriend. Mm. Yo. I didn't utter a word. I became like the friends of Job. I just sat down looking at her. Because at this point, there's no amount of relation I'll give that she will understand. So I have to leave her to cry. She was crying, just watching. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Some of you think that marriage is, is, is an achievement. Marriage is not an achievement. And you don't have any better half. Oh, am I preaching Christmas message? Am I preaching Christmas message? If I, I need a face towel, because where I'm going to right now, I'll be sweating. I need a face towel. Somebody shout hallelujah. Marriage is not an achievement. Hello? It's not. One of our dear brothers here, he got married after. I think, I think when he got married initially, you know. I'm like, how are you? He says, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I said, no problem. I'm waiting. <laughs> ah, after some months, I said, bro, what's up? How's marriage? He says, sir, it's not easy. I said, oh, sir. Hey. <laughs> Before marriage, I'll give back to five. I'll give back to five. Give back to us. Five more say, sir, no. We have to chill. I said, no, no, you will give back. You will do the five. Like my wife said something about Josiah this morning. He said, every child thinks that we have never been children. Do you hear me? Every child thinks that we have never been children. And you see, 
this thing I keep saying is important. You have not married before. Don't worry. What Why are Yes, I have told you that marriage is sweet. But it is sweet when you have found the sweet. The sweet is not the person. The sweet is finding out the one that created marriage and why he created it and live in accordance. As of now, you are too selfish to marry. Marriage is for dead people. You are too alive for marriage. You must die before you marry. If you don't die before you marry and you are living, there will be fights every day. It's only living people that fight. Dead men don't fight. You are too alive. And God has seen all these problems. God has seen how to look like the way you are now. So God said, let's chill small. Go through the classes. Learn. The message that comes in church, write notes, go and study, pray more, fast more. You are not doing it. And I say, God has delayed you. You are the one delaying your graduation day. It's not God's fault. You have no better half. It is Jesus that makes you complete. And then two complete people now begin to complement each other. When you check the Old Testament, it was a Pentateuch, especially from the Exodus and Leviticus there about, when God gives instructions about offerings and all of those sacrifices, there's one that he talks about the oil and the flour. The flour stands for humanity. The oil stands for Christ. And you have to mix it until it becomes one. So Christ must so mix you that he takes care of the deficiencies in you. So you, you don't need a man to make you complete. You need Jesus to make you complete. You want to marry because you don't run away from sex. You, you'll be worse. I'm telling you, am I telling the truth this man? Your value is Jesus. That's what I'm trying to say. Marriage is not an achievement. It's a new phase of assignment. Your wife is so stubborn. So now your wife becomes God's schooling program for you to learn how to love like he loved the world. But you're not seeing it. For you to have married a woman, every woman, every wife is the expression of the reality of the man. Women, your expressions. Your expressions, oh, that's everything about you expresses. Let me, let me, let me, let me show you something. Every man and woman has breasts, but yours is more than ours. Your expression. Oh, let me count you, sir. Let me not go further. Because you are looking at me, I need to help out. So let me just, let me just, let me just move on. You express. I've told you, a man will say to a, a wife, you are a fool. In one second, he said only one word. In that same time, she will give the synonyms of fool. In the same time, because she's a multiplier. She expresses. In fact, they say that if you want to know a man is wealthy, they say, look at the wife. Oh, if it had been different, that would have been something else. I see somebody was telling me about, about mommy, and she said that my wife is a prophet. So she that's how she deals with issues. So when she's telling you something, she speaks as she sees ahead, not now. Then I told the person that was me before I married. Oh, she'll tell you. You couldn't talk with me. Because you didn't have time for counseling. Say, I don't have time for counseling. It's okay. You, you come to check it. I'm shouting, why, why are you late? Why are you late? And you're not late. But I'm seeing you going late for a flight and you miss your flight to your Abruzzo corner. So when we married, that projection which is in me has become her. 
and I have taken rather a pastoral heart. Let me go there. So there's no difference between her and myself. She's just an expression of what is within me. Hello? Hello? So your, your value is not marriage, not an achievement, it's not an achievement. Jesus is your value. That's your price tag. So what is your worth? What is your worth? What is your worth? Tell three people around you. Tell them, my, my worth is Jesus. That is, that is my value. 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 In fact, tell the person, are you seeing, if you're a lady, tell us, have you seen, are you seeing my wig? My wig, that, that is not my value. That's my value. If you're wearing, say, 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 see, this shoe, that's not my value. That's not, it's not what I wear. It's who I have. It's Jesus. 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 He's my value. He's my value. He's my value. And that, you see, people of God, that is why, that is why I agree with the statement that a friend of mine made. He said, people say that life begins at 40. He said, no. Life begins when you receive Jesus. He's the beginning of life. He's the beginning of life. He's the beginning of life. So God greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique, unique son. Unique son. Unique son. So in this season, we are remembering our true value is Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. And I want to emphasize again, your value is not in exterior things. Because they pass away. They pass away. And recently I saw a video of delay. I think she was having, um, she was, maybe she was invited as a speaker to a women's meeting. And she made some very very remarkable statements. She was talking to ladies about how that, you know, a lot of ladies are going to, you know, do surgery, change their, this thing, Barclays and Manchester and changing things, changing things. And she, she said, this is not new. Say it's not new. So way back there, there was a lady, mentioned a lady name. We put the thing that I want to check on the lady. And this lady Every high time thing I think about, she was into it. She always married rich men. She married, then you die, then she would claim you, listen, divorce you, then you claim you, divorce you. Her latter days, she lived up to 90 something years, but she was rottening till she died. I saw a video recently at some part of Nigeria. They have a way of, you see, mommy's color, they can make her like perfect. Yeah. They, they will put the they will put whatever thing there there then they will be washing it like you're washing death and then the yes 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 people are doing especially the women you see you see listen listen if you see any man who has sense like me now i'm telling the truth if you have if you see any man that has sense like me i don't look at your body first I look at your intelligence level and your serviceability. Before I now check the body, because body too is important. I won't wake up and be seeing something. I have to like what I see. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. If you see the bishop, see my mom, you know that he can see. I ain't joking here. So don't come attempt that we mind only. Yes, we mind the content and also the container. And when you wake up in the morning, you see a the honey, good morning. How are you? You love what you see. Praise God. But please, body is not all there is to you. That this finger thing you put, you have, there's these ones I know they have that. You, you can even buy extra. So it's in your bank. case it moves, you fix it immediately. Something that we, we knew now, this was which. Now where's that? Now it's your dressing. That you, your fingers are so long, you can't even wash. That you have a washing machine. Everything. So now, if you're a spiritual brother and you're going to a sister, and you say you are spiritual, you will not see anything until marriage day. You need to organize the brethren for us to pray with you that you've made the right step. Because if you're not careful, on that day, by the time she washed her face, 
I'm sorry I do not think to them on the women because I don't know why it's not me the Lord leading me in that direction you want beauty beauty is in the presence of God no I lie not to you I lie not to you ah <laughs> uh, I met one lady I said why are you wearing short and so that is how I like it. I said are you sure that's how you like it or you want approval from us Then why are you going your pulling it down? That's how you like it. So let it be free. As you are going, it's going up, it's going. You are free. That's how you like it. Does it make sense that you dress and you have to still be adjusting? Well, does it make sense? What was dressed for? Dress came when man sinned. Before now, our garment was glory. So what is the purpose of dressing? Is to cover your nakedness. So how come now that you dress, you still have to get under covering to cover nakedness? Are you okay? But some of us feel so inferior and we think that if we do what others are doing, all your heads are not the same. The fact that AC has done, uh, what is this? Then, not less or south ah, okay not less I know it's not not, not less why yeah oh nah it will be Millie how are you dear Millie said ah UTFEPA we and him create the same thing it may look very good on her and we appreciate it but if you go do that some of you say I want to cut I want to cut my hair I want to cut your hair you know your head? You know how your head looks? Oh, Pastor, you know, when I was in secondary school, I used to cut my head. Are you in secondary school now? There's been a lot of changes. Praise God. You see, money and wealth will bring out the real you. Let Jesus diagnose you, find what is wrong, deal with it before money comes, before power comes. Your worth is Christ. My value is Christ. That's my value. Nobody can pay me. My value is Christ. You see the way our sisters take their time to dress up? I always know one thing. If my wife bath before me, while I'm not about to say, honey, hurry up. See, my nobody say, I know, hurry up. My mom will free period, hurry up. Oh, she would dress up. I know I was still finished before her. As soon as I finished bathing, bam, I'm done. Why? Because we we enter there, we come out, we put that thing, bam, we are gone. And one day she was dressed. I said, honey, say you have to say remaining small. I said, remaining small, you're looking okay. Say remaining small. People have got their small, it's not small. Took a time. Work on the eyes to this that. As a single man, you don't have patience. You want to marry. They take time to ensure that they look good when they're coming out. What I want to say is this. Take time with Jesus. He's your value. Invest more into your value. What did I say? Invest more into your value. The world can, cannot define who you are and they can't tell you what you are. I don't know how true this. I don't have the exact story, but something a little close to it. Uh, some years ago, um, I think uh, uh, President Bush went for a graduation. He was giving a speech, and at the end, he made a statement. He said, "For those of you that finished the first class distinction, wow! I celebrate you. Amazing. Thank God for your life. You had a second class, lower, upper, wonderful. Second class, what? Third class. You might be the next president of America." Most great inventors were not good at school. And most times, those that finish the first class, check them very well, they keep working for you for the rest of their life. Because the system cages you and locks up your creativity. They tell you, you are a first class student. You are a second class upper student. Two, two. Third class. 
means you have failed. So before you even start life, they say you have failed. But we have seen this Jesus walk into the life who don't even have education. And they are the reason that people are employed in our country. This Jesus. Because he is our value. Hallelujah. So this Christmas, I want you to remember this. That Jesus Christ that we celebrate is our price tag. That is my price. You get married to a wonderful man, make sure she gets refined. Make sure that you agree with her savior and bring out the glory in her. Dear sister, make sure your husband becomes what God wants him to be. Every time I pray for my children and my wife, I tell, I tell us, Lord, thank you for the privilege to be with your treasure. When I'm thanking him for my children, I say, Father, thank you for your property you have given me to take care of for a while. It's an honor. They are not mine. They are not. It's a privilege. Their value is in Christ Jesus. Now, let's do the TPT and then we'll wrap up. So when you step out today after eating, having a great time in church, and you're going to talk to anybody about Christmas, tell the person, do you know your value? Do you know your value? Ask that person that question. Do you know your value? If the person says, yes, I know my value. Let him tell you what the value is. If he says anything outside Christ, he has no value. Let him know who he is. Carry this together. One, three, four, go. For this is how much God, I can't hear from this side. Let's start afresh. I can't hear from this side. Antifa's church. One, two, three, four, go. You remember at the beginning I made a statement that in the gift of God is a gift. The reason that God gave us Jesus is so that we will have access to his life. His life received makes his life possible. His life received is what makes you to be able to live God's kind of life. Let me put it this way. His life receives makes God's lifestyle possible. Now give me John 10 verse 10. Um, let's do the TBT and then let's do the, the Amplified Bible Classic. It says, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. Are you seeing that? Now the King James says that the thief cometh not but the thief can destroy, but I have come let me have life and have life more abundantly. That, that, that phrase there is talking about that it's only in Jesus you, you live the full life, the complete life. Will of God, the full life as God has designed it is only possible by receiving God's life. And how do you see God's life? Jesus Christ is the container by which God makes his life available to you so you can live the full life. Apart from him, there's no full life. There's no full life. So, it's the life of Christ received on the inside of you that makes you do things and conduct yourself the way God will conduct himself. Example of God's life. That all men see limitation. God said there's a possibility in this limitation. That's the God kind of life. That approach to life is not possible without receiving God's life on the inside of you. So, the advent of Jesus Christ is not just an issue of your sins going to be forgiven. You, you, you escaping hell. No! No! But God gives you the privilege to share in his life. To share in his life. So when we talk about Christmas, apart from realizing that it's a season where we get to know who, what our value is, what our worth is, the second thing to remember is that God gave us an opportunity to live his kind of life. His kind of life. His kind of life. 
this kind of life, the full life. Your marriage is expressing glory. Your children are expressing glory. Your business is expressing glory. That's the full life. There's no other area of your life that lacks the expression of God's glory. That's what Christmas is about. So beyond the chicken, which is good, I'll chew my tomorrow. Beyond the hey, I fish up, I fish above you. Is this two realities I bring to you this morning? Your worth is Christ. And number two, God has given the privilege to share in his life. And, and I know next year, we're going to be having great times exploring the life in Christ. Exploring the life in Christ. A life of peace. Peace is not the absence of war. But it's a certain supernatural composure in the mix of war. And war becomes an advantage, not disadvantage to you. It's a life of courage. I don't have details of tomorrow, but I'm too sure about my tomorrow. Why? Because there's one that holds tomorrow, and I know him. Hallelujah. I mean, none of us here knows the next second from now. None of us do. None of us do. I was telling my sister that no matter how careful you can drive, there are still careless men that drive around you. <laughs> I said, remember you were a child of covenant. That's all you know. That you stepped out, you come back in. That you traveled, you return. That you left the house, your two legs, you come back in one. I don't have details of tomorrow. But as we sing that song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. That's this confidence we have. And when we start, we finish. That's what is we have. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Your value is Jesus. He is your price tag. If you want to know how much I worth, it's Jesus. Forbes.com tells you the richest men in the world, they are, they are worth. One day I heard one of the fathers of faith said that they said that I am worth a hundred and something million dollars. They must be crazy. <laughs> I'm worth much on that. And he was right because the world values your worth in the houses you have built, you know, and all of that. But can you can you quantify the impact on lives? You can't. How many of you have been blessed by someone who you've never met before? The person doesn't even know you. So how can you quantify my value? You can't. Praise the name of Jesus. One day at the airport, one, one man walked up to me. Hello, Pastor Zion, it's an honor to meet you. I said, it's an honor to meet you, sir. Your, your ministry is a blessing to me for the past five years. I've been feeding on your work. I'm in the United States, and one of these days, I'm going to show you how privileged I am to know you. He was going to look at him. Who's that? <laughs> I never met him. I don't know him. One day, Prophet Roland sent me a message. You know, he called me and said, Sir, you have no idea the blessing that you are. There are many people you will never see them. So when you get to heaven, you will know. So how can you quantify me? If I build the biggest hotel in Ghana, that's not my value. Fob.com, the best they can do is a dot. That's all they can do. That's all they can do. And my value you don't know. Are you here with me at all? Hallelujah. That day you paid that money for that sister in the trotro. You felt led to pay. You made an impact. Can they find that person and quantify? Because when you paid for her that day, she was about to lose hope in life. That, that two cities that you did, that two cities saved her life. Now she's a big woman. You don't even know her. And she can't even trace you. day you bought that thing on the roadside, like this morning, they were buying these colored, colored things. And they go to the market, you know the price. The woman said, 10 cities. And they bought about six or so. Oh, they bought about four or something like that. And then, they knew that the price, the woman is giving us Christmas price. But they still paid for it. And they said, oh, you didn't Sometimes on the streets, when you buy things, the way they will thank you. 
Ramidasi, why? Ah, he has probably five cities. But you don't know. Are you waiting to hold microphone before you know you are being a blessing to somebody? My wife dreamed of something that anywhere we stay, any place we buy things, that place prospers. And I watched it. In Oyarifa, there was this woman that was selling something. When we went there, her shop was empty. By the time we were leaving Oyarifa, she had expanded the shop. When we came to where we are, where we stay now, there's a woman who had a small shop selling small tomatoes, small onions, small that, small that. When you pass there now, she has expanded. Pastor, it's coincidence. That is your head. There's another woman just before our house. She sells charcoal. You've seen her? Charcoal. She's at a small shop. Her charcoal is small. She'll be selling small, small. Now trucks come to load and put there. Do you know why? I'm a carrier of life. She's a carrier of life. If we buy some from your business, it will grow. But here you are. In the Lord, I'm not big, doing big things in my life. Not big but you are a carrier of life. Even the trotter you sat in before, you're the reason that trotter arrived. Eh, I've been telling you, they don't want to promote me in my workplace. They're just keeping there promoting me. You are promoting the business. You are the reason that other companies folded up at the COVID. They did not fold up because of you. But you don't know. May God open our eyes to see how relevant we are. You're a carrier of life. So number one, Jesus is my price tag. And number two, I have Jesus to share in the life of God. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Wow. I pray that from today you will not walk around bowing your head. But you always walk out in boldness. Hallelujah. Have you ever walked through a circle and there's no dime in your pocket before? Bro, you know that feeling. You walk carefully. You walk very carefully. And then everything annoys you. Everything annoys you. Like, just get annoyed. Everything annoys you. Everything. Everything. Hey, son, I'm out here. 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 But when you have... No, everybody here. I, I, I don't know anybody that will be left about... Most of you, everybody, including myself, when, when you have Mondays, when you behave, you are different. But never again with external things define how I conduct myself in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can we, can we have on the, on, the, on the screen Hebrews 13, Hebrews 13, and verse number 5 and 6. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Give me the new King James. Can we together want to go? Oh, I can't hear from this hundred church. Want to go? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Verse 6. Go back to verse number 5 again. Now, look at something here. I want us to just do some cut and paste. For he himself has said. All right? He himself has said. Now go to verse number 6. So we may boldly say. So he has said. So we may boldly say. Are, are you here with me at all? He has said. The reason Ezekiel could look at the dry bones and say leave was because he has said. So that he can boldly say. <laughs> The reason Jesus Christ will come to the tomb of Lazarus and say, Lazarus, rise up! And Lazarus comes to life because he says that the son does not do anything except what he sees the father do. He says, the father raises the dead, so the son also raises the dead. The boldness of Christ was because he had said. 
That's the life Christ has brought to us. He has said, remember Jeremiah 1, he said, before you were formed in the womb, I knew thee. I knew thee. I knew thee. Jesus came to confirm. He said, it's written of me in the books. In the books. So before I was fashioned, in my mother's womb, much more, before I was fashioned in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2 verse 10. Before I was fashioned as God's masterpiece, there are things that God has said. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I can boldly say, one of them is that, he said, Isaiah, you are a success, you're not a failure. So I can boldly say, I am a success, I am not a failure. Hey, are you getting it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? He has said that he took away my infirmities and bore all my sicknesses and that by his stripes I was healed. So I can boldly say I am healed now. He said a thousand shall fall by my side and ten thousand by my right hand side. He said, I will not be a partaker, but I'll just be a participator. I'll just be looking. I'll just be looking. I'll be looking. I'll just be on the stands looking at some things. Hallelujah. So that I can also say that no weapon from the game shall prosper. He has said. And today he has said, your value is Christ. I don't care where you were born and how you were born. I don't care what school you went to. Some put pride in the schools they went to. No. Our boast, like Apostle Paul said, is in Christ Jesus. I want to give you just two minutes, just two minutes, just two minutes. I want to take a walk around and begin to speak to yourself. What are the things that God has said about you that you may boldly say? He has said things already. <laughs> the Gentiles shall come to the brightness of thy light. Yes.